Live from the Midtown studios of KFNX, it's Grateful Heart Radio with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome to our show, everybody, and thanks for listening. This is Grateful Heart Radio, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We like to bring our listeners accurate information instead of headlines or sound bites designed simply to attract attention. We want to make you, we want to help you to make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. We are very proud to be part of the Timely Balanced Truths Network, and we are live here every week on Mondays at 11 a.m. So if you have a question, please call 602-277-5369, toll-free 866-53-1100. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Here live in the studio is none other than Larry the Inspector. Welcome, Larry. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here. You might need to talk a little bit closer into your microphone there, Larry. How's that? That's a lot better. Wonderful. (laughs) Work out a couple bugs here to start with. First time on the air on the radio, so I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. You know, the adrenaline starts flowing, and next thing we know, we're on commercial, Larry. You'll be amazed at how quick that happens. And then we also have a calling-in guest by the name of Jennifer Bayless with Lawyer's Title. Jennifer, are you there? I'm here. Awesome. I'm glad you called in. Now, I have to give special thanks, not just to Larry, who made it in person, but Jennifer works at a title company, the title company to use in town, Lawyer's Title, who's one of our main sponsors of our show. And being MLK Day, she is actually off today. And so I really want to give you a major shout out, Jennifer Bayless, for calling in on our show today when you're supposed to be taking the day off. It's my pleasure. I appreciate it. Well, you know, your Anthony Penna, while he was here recently on a show, unfortunately couldn't join us today, but I'm so glad you could. Last week's show, I want to get right into it because we have a lot to talk about. Last week's show, I had Joe Smith with Epic Mortgage on, and we talked about all the do's and don'ts and things to watch out for when you're buying a house. And he alluded to two things that are outside of his realm that could really mess up a transaction. One of them being things that come up on the home inspection. Thus, we have Larry the Inspector here today to talk in person. But why Jennifer is calling in is nowadays I have to have my clients sign on these wonderful disclosures talking about wire fraud. That's something else that has reared its ugly head in the last few years. The felons and criminals out there, while most of them are not that bright, have learned how to be pretty smart about one thing, and that's stealing money electronically. So, Jennifer, please help my guest understand what is wire fraud and what can they do to watch out for it when they go to buy or sell a house. So the biggest thing um, that we're seeing in as far as a trend in the industry is not so much like wire fraud where it's unsafe to send a wire. It's the biggest thing that we see is a threat to email. Um, communication, people want to communicate quickly. Um, and so, um, you know, a lot of technology is being used these days as far as via email or text message. And a lot of the things that we're seeing is clients receiving fraudulent emails asking the client to send money. Um, to a fraudulent account, like completely different wire instructions, and they try to spoof an email um, to look like the sender's, like the legitimate sender's email, but it's off. So um, I actually had an instance of it this morning. No, just this morning, really? 
just this morning while I'm not at work and we're closed for a holiday, um, a client received an email um, with a spoofed Gmail account um, and sent me a copy saying, hey, I thought you would like to see that I received this this morning. And it was an email stating, you know, a completely different phone number to respond back to, completely different Gmail email because we don't work, obviously, on a Gmail. We're on an internet, you know, closed server. Did they actually use your logo and everything and made it look like you? Well, a lot of the times we have JPEG signatures, so they take that signature. As soon as an email leaves our, like, you know, firewall, we can't control um, the, where, where it's going, you know. So any, any email system that's outside of our server, some, someone can take that JPEG signature block and put that on any email address. Well, that's awful scary, and I just got chills. I will share with you just recently. It wasn't as recent as this morning, mind you. I use Katie Smith out of the Chandler office, Chandler Gilbert mm-hmm. office, and I was standing in her office probably like a month ago, and somebody did the same thing. I don't believe they hacked my email account, but it was the other agent on the other side of the transaction. And an email went out saying it was coming from Katie, but clearly, like you say, they're using like a Gmail. And what was what was um, so quick to catch was it was somebody not who did not speak English as their first language. And so right. the gr- the grammar was actually a little off. And so when Katie read it to me, I'm like, who would send their info? But thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars get stolen all of the time from this unfortunate situation of wire fraud. Absolutely. And the big, the biggest thing is, is we're trying to circumvent that by no, like giving the client knowledge that it's always important to call and follow up with a known phone number. And we as an industry, um, first the first thing we used to do was we thought if we put our wire instructions everywhere, that that would be helpful because the client could access it at a click of a button. Now we're the complete opposite of that, and we do not send instructions unless they're via secure email. Well, and like secure with a email. code or in- encrypted. That definitely helps tremendously, but I have to have disclosure signed with every real estate transaction. You guys Absolutely. have to have disclosure signed with every real estate transaction. Mm-hmm. The lenders do as well because it's that prevalent. Like any idea on how much money you've seen lost on, on average when one of these things actually get through? Um, I can tell you that millions of dollars a year are are attempted to be diverted. Um, the actual number on the industry is almost an unknown though because it's you would have to talk to every single Right, like different title company in order to get a, like an accumulated total. And I can tell you though, from like under being under the Fidelity family, uh-huh. um, you know, we have access to those five brands and I can tell you that the numbers um, are staggering, are, are horrific. So if we were going to give horrific. one piece of advice, because believe it or not, we're getting ready to go to break already. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your one piece of advice? I know I tell people, unless you're dying for the money to to spend it the second it hits, Nothing wrong with an old-fashioned check that maybe the bank might hold on to for a couple days, for goodness sakes. What what say so you? I don't. I would say that it, it has nothing to do with that. The Federal Reserve is absolutely 100% secure. I would say to clients that if you are legitimately um, concerned, which everyone should be, pick up the phone and, and have a relationship with the person that you're working with. Um, I personally try to make sure that I'm always filling out instructions with a client in person, even if they've, like, let's say, completed something via DocuSign. Always make sure you double check, triple check, and always make that phone call just to reconfirm your account number and make sure that that is going to the correct place. 
Okay, so just basically calling in and verifying that if you're wanting a wire, I mean, I, and I see it most frequently when I'm helping somebody sell a house and they need that those proceeds to buy their next house. That's, you know, typically when you see the wire needs to be handled immediately, maybe a dual escrow or what have you, um, you're mm-hmm. saying it's still perfectly fine and safe. You just might want to double check the numbers of the account that you have with the title company because I think where what's happening is emails get hacked, and the wiring instructions get changed midway through. So whenever it Absolutely. gets changed, that's when you should be suspicious, correct? Yeah, we definitely um, do not let people change anything via email. We let them know that we would we need to verify anything with you over phone, especially if it's a last-minute change. We try to like prevent that like from happening. Make sure at the beginning of the transaction you know where those funds are going. Re-verify that with your client in person. Um, make sure that you're talking on the phone. Like Let go of convenience of technology and make sure that you're verifying with the person at a known phone number that you're talking to the right people, that you're having that verbal communication with them either in person or on the phone, double and triple checking everything. Yeah, nothing wrong with double, triple, quadrupling checking when we're talking thousands and thousands (laughs) of dollars on any given transaction. I knock on wood. None of my clients have been personally affected, but that is something that happens quite frequently, something to be aware of, and just you know, work with people you trust, and they, they're going to have your back is my best advice to anybody listening, that if you're going to go and do any type of refi, purchase, what have you, go to a lawyer's title. They'll take good care of you, make sure it doesn't happen to you. And with that said, we got to go pay some bills. It's time for some commercial breaks. I want to thank you again, Jennifer Bayless from Lawyer's Title, for calling in on MLK Day when you're off. We appreciate you. Talk to you soon. Take care. selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com Hey, we want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX 1100 AM. We are here live every Monday at 11 AM. So if you have any questions, please call us at 602-277-5369, even if you have an idea for the show. Again, that's 602-277-5369. With me now in the studio is none other than Larry, the home inspector. Now, Larry, I did warn him while we were on break. I didn't get a chance in the first segment just because we had our guest call in, and I didn't want to take away from the time with our good friend Jennifer Bayless over at Lawyer's Title talking about something very serious and very important and something everybody should know about, which is wire fraud. But we're off the topic of wire fraud, and we're going to warn you about all these other things the rest of the show that can come, come across when you're looking to buy or sell a home. But before we get into that, Today is Martin Luther King Day. Last spring, I got to go to Nashville. Actually, no, it was October, a year ago, October. And I saw this fantastic display at one of the museums 
all about civil rights. And I was actually so impressed. I wanted, I actually took the newspaper and I was going to make it a speech for Toastmasters, which I never got around to. I'm not the best at homework, Larry. Stop <laughs> judging. I see the looks over there. But it was very touching to me. And I did pull the speech, I Have a Dream. And I, I thought it was really fascinating. Who doesn't hear the words, I Have a Dream, and picture Martin Luther King up on stage, black and white. That's the image we all get of I Have a Dream. And where he was so phenomenal with civil rights, obviously it's not just about color, it's about sex and sexual orientation and all these other things. I have something very close to heart that I want to talk about on today's show. My nephew, Victor Hidalgo, I feel like crying right now. I'm going to try to keep back the tears. Unfortunately, he passed away last Thursday from an overdose. Our family still doesn't know exactly from what. Um, He was a very sweet soul, 23-year-old kid. And I have a dream that one of these days we are going to stop hearing about these senseless deaths from alcohol and substance abuse, guys. It's, It's a shame our family doesn't get to have him anymore in our life. He was so sweet and so wonderful to be around. There was actually, I want to give a shout out to the Perch Brewery. Uh, Rebecca Lavenue, you're the owner, and I want to thank you for your kindness to my family. They did do a thing last night over there, a little get-together to raise some money for the family. You know, obviously 23 years old. It's not like he had a big retirement saved up, nor did we have um, saved up money for his unexpected funeral expenses. There is a GoFundMe account. I have posted it on my Facebook, which is an open uh, account, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns. For anybody who has been touched by substance abuse or somebody knows somebody who's passed away unexpectedly, it's a horrible thing. And my dream is, again, I know I'm sounding probably corny bringing this back to MLK, but thank you, uh, Jennifer Bayless, for calling in on your day off. I know many of you guys might be able to listen today that normally don't because you're off work today. So, again, I just wanted to just say I miss my nephew. going to always love him. really sad that this happened to our family and to him. And, you know, you know anybody who's struggling with substance or alcohol abuse, do what you can to help them out because, you know, tomorrow's not promised. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Larry the Inspector, let's talk. Let's talk. First off, I do want to say, you know, I have been selling real estate for more than a quarter of a century. I'm super old. And in the mid-90s, Larry, I'm going to take us back to the Mm mid-90s. People didn't have to be licensed to be home inspectors. And in those days, I would actually tell my clients, save your money. It's a waste of your time. Don't even bother hiring for an inspection. That's correct, yeah. I would be shot by my brokerage if they heard me telling people that today. So tell me what's the difference between the 90s and today, Larry? Changed a lot. And that's probably late 80s, early 90s is when the licensing became... uh, into play in Arizona, which is very important. Um, Back in the day, it was all contractors doing our jobs, and they weren't licensed. They also had vested interest in finding quote-unquote things in the houses. So the state of Arizona is very, very on top of us as far as regulation, our insurance amounts, and and continuing education is very important as well. Okay. And that's one thing I really stress is continuing education. To so I have to do 30 people. hours every two years because I'm a broker versus being an mm-hmm. agent. What mm-hmm. kind of licensing do you guys have to do? In Arizona, the state doesn't require continuing education, but when we're certified inspectors through ASHI, which is uh, American Society of Home Inspectors, uh-huh. they are requiring us to do 20 hours a year. 
awesome. To, to be a gold standard inspector. Well, and we said this on break, Mr. Gold Standard Inspector, mm-hmm. that the difference really with education is what you wanted to educate people today about was if they don't hire Larry the inspector, how do they find a good inspector that's not, A, going to screw them over right, right. or miss something important right, right. that you know has the right qualifications? Yeah. You mentioned Ashy. I'm assuming that's where you're going to go to. Exactly. That's, that's probably the number one site to, to really get a good gold certified inspector and to be gold certified inspector you need to do i believe it's 500 plus inspections that they have to approve to their standards wow so to find a good inspector you need to interview them and we're constantly getting phone calls to be interviewed should i hire your company I had no idea. So most of my clients yeah. just ask me who I know. I give them a name or two. Most yeah. of them go with who I recommend. Yeah. They don't always. And and I always I always stress it's not about price. You know, you can get an inspector, a cheap inspector, a real ins- expensive inspector, and you're gonna you're gonna pay for some things if you don't get the right inspector. So I stress to people: do your homework. Um, see if they're certified, uh, if they've had issues in the past, license revoked, insurance, check their insurance I wouldn't amounts. even know where to go yeah. to check their license to yeah. see if it's ever been revoked. The, the State Board of Arizona, the BTR, that's BTR. where we're all listed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So home inspectors, do they actually have their licenses revoked on a regular basis? Yes, Is this absolutely. pretty common? Yeah, it's common. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's just because I've always surrounded myself with excellent home inspectors mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yourself right. that I've never come across somebody who's yeah. had their license revoked or had any issues. Yeah. What are the kind of the things that maybe they might get their license revoked over? Uh, one big thing is not having insurance okay. at all and continuing your license on a yearly basis. Okay. People will do inspections that are unlicensed, and, and when they go to file a claim, they'll say, well, he wasn't licensed, licensed for at the, the last time. three years. So you're talking so, about if, <clears throat> say, a home inspector comes, does an inspection, charges the buyer, they go on because they think everything's dandy at the house, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. move in and find out it's not so dandy. Right. Home inspector missed something they should have caught. Right. What's their recourse? Their recourse would go to the Board of Technical Registration and file a claim, mm-hmm. a complaint, and that's where it starts. Just like the ROC, similar. ROC, Register of Contractors, mm-hmm. for those mm-hmm. of you that don't know what that stands for. And, and the Correct. Department of Real Estate actually has a, a fund for some somebody who might be feel like they were harmed by a realtor. So I think anybody who has a license, right. the first place you might want to start is checking on their license history. Exactly, yeah. I have no idea how many yep. people's actually bothered to do that yep. with me, Larry, but and, it's a great piece of advice for anybody who's licensed yeah. for anything. And social media, mm-hmm. uh, another uh, big area that is important. And the other thing with inspectors is uh, make sure they're termite certified. Okay. They will actually do the termite inspection as well versus hiring a termite company. I like the sound of that, Larry, because you've got some added mm-hmm. value and built-in savings. So, right. One person would be doing the home inspection, and we do the termite inspection as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, termite inspectors don't go to the same places as the home inspector. Crawling around the attic, really looking in you know closets, garages. So you're saying you're going to see a lot more than what mm-hmm. a normal termite inspector might Correct, see right. because you're crawling all over the place right. where they, they never get up. We have a... Two-minute warning to go pay some exactly. bills. So that means we have to wrap up this segment, mm-hmm. Larry. We didn't even get to get into any of the good stuff. So the good yeah. stuff's going to come after the next break. And when I say good stuff, I'm talking about 
What are some of the weirdest things Larry has ever seen in the midst of an inspection? Some crazy things out there. I know I see some crazy stuff when I go out looking at houses, Mm -hmm. and I can only imagine what Larry's come across. So we're going to come back after the break and talk about some of our fun, crazy stories. And a couple of things now just to reiterate, if you're shopping for a home inspector, most inspectors charge... Anywhere from what three hundred to nine hundred, yeah. depending on the size Based of a on house. Square foot, correct. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you've got one that's willing to do a termite inspection at the same time, there could be some added savings there. Correct. Right. Yep. And they're also going to be doing a better job than most termite inspectors who just walk around the exterior of a home looking right. for signs of tubes right. or what have mm-hmm. you, right? Exactly. And then on top of that, if you want to make sure you're using the best of the best, you might want to go to the ASHI website because ASHI website. you want to make mm-hmm. sure that they are registered with ASHI, have that little the ASHI gold, label. Gold label, yep. Gold, gold label. Gold you certified. Want to be gold certified. That's important for your inspector. And number of inspections. How many inspections have you done? Almost 8,000. 8,000. In 12 are, years. Are, wait, I'm trying to do the math quickly in my head. Larry, I'm, I assume you have people who work for you. That's an awful lot of That's inspections. A lot of inspections. <laughs> I do two or three a day. Two or three a day. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you taking time yeah. out of your day to come yeah. down and see me today. Absolutely. Hopefully that didn't cost you an inspection this, was $350 this morning. $350 today. Oh, you stop it. <laughs> hey, all of that said, we're getting ready to go on break, pay some bills. When we come back, I want to hear some of Larry's stories because I know I've seen some weird stuff out there. I can only imagine some of the things he's come across. We'll be back here KNFX. Welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. Again, we are here live every Monday. If anybody's got a call for Larry the inspector, question anything they want to throw his way, he is here ready and waiting. Bless you, Ariel. All of that said, I promised you before we went on break, we were going to talk to Larry right now. And here's some of the craziest things he's ever seen in a home inspection. Now, before he gets into that, I do want to say I've been on countless inspections myself, not 8,000 in the last 12 years. I don't know how many, hundreds for sure. And there are certain things we see on every house. Just what we would chalk up to deferred maintenance. Like when was the last time you crawled on your roof? If you have a tile roof in Arizona, guarantee you, you got at least a couple of broken roof tiles. Wouldn't you say, Larry? Yep, absolutely. Common. Common seized valves under the sinks. Mm-hmm. We see, and he can explain what that is. Uh, I see like the little door sweep on a shower door that goes bad over time. Uh, what are some of the other things that every house, almost every single house has? The, the biggest thing is maintenance. People have Deferred to take care of their homes, yeah. And that's the biggest thing I see when I come into a home that if it's 25 years old, sometimes we come in and it's still 25 years old, nobody's done anything. Or, so, yeah, you're going to have major issues. So some of my smartest sellers I've ever had have actually hired a home inspector to come through and check out their house before they go to market. And what's so awesome about that is you can tell when you walk a home that has been really nicely cared for, Mm -hmm. and they sell faster for no money, hands down, no joke. And it just makes a buyer feel good when they come in and find out there isn't a single roof tile broke. Correct. The, yeah. You know, all the little maintenance things have been taken care of. Yep. So that said, Larry, what are some of the craziest things you've seen when you've been inspecting homes? 
Probably the worst one I've seen was a couple years ago. A brand new home. Where was it? Buckeye. Okay. And that's one thing I always recommend. Okay. Time out. We can't name any builders. Because... Oh, no builders. No okay. builders. I always recommend a new inspection on a new build. See, I've always told people to wait until the one-year warranty because it's still under warranty. Let the house settle. That's, You're... that's part of my good story coming up. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's hear it. That being said, two years ago, Buckeye, um, this was probably... Four hundred fifty thousand dollar home. Okay, beautiful home. And Buckeye, that's a lot of house. You're, that's a you're lot talking of house. mansion. It was a big house, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I do my inspection. Everything was in good shape. No issues to you know major. But then I get into the plumbing. Oh all, boy! All of the plumbing was reversed in the house. And I know why. Do you know why? Why? I'm Hispanic, so I will say this. Even my grandpa, if he did if he did plumbing for me at my house, he would reverse it because where he's from, right. it's opposite Correct. of here. Correct. So that's typical of a home that perhaps maybe the plumber is from another country. Like on a faucet, hot and cold. Mm-hmm. Okay, where well, this is where it got real serious. Hot water was to the toilet. <laughs> and how would you yeah. ever know that? Yeah. Who puts their hand in the toilet? I run a lot of water when we're testing our drainage and, and functional flow. Uh-huh. And I go to check out the toilet, make sure it's tight, and I touch the toilet tank. And the tank itself was it's hot. It's just steaming hot. Oh, my. And nobody would ever know to no. check that. It was all reversed in the whole house. And it had a kitchen island, and there was no hot water to the island at all. So was somebody already living in this home, or was No, it was a brand-new home. Okay, so brand-new, meaning you're inspecting it prior to clear- mm-hmm. a certificate of occupancy Correct. even being issued most likely Correct. by this builder. Correct. So I'm assuming everything you found, the builder did correct. Did you go back for re-inspect? No, I did not. I think they canceled it. Oh, so they just they said just, forget it. They went with another builder. So this is this is just indicative of somebody who was smart. In the, you know, mm-hmm. a home can cost you a ton of money when you don't inspect it, much more Right. than what a home inspection right. will cost. So right. I always tell my clients, you, if you don't want to get an inspection, you need to sign a waiver for it right. because I, right. I don't want to hear about it later. Right. Um, one thing I saw that was really weird with a different home inspector about a year ago, there was actually a pit. I don't even know if it was a pit. We go to the house. We didn't even see this. There's a big metal grade over like... There was like a ladder. It looked like something out of a TV show, like some drug mule runner or something. And there was a room underneath this house that was not attached to the house. You could only access it through a hole in the yard. Mm-hmm. Never saw anything like that mm-hmm. before in any inspection. It was the craziest thing. And they ended up having – they couldn't even have it – it wouldn't pass an appraisal. Right. And right. so they actually had to fill it in fill before it in. they we could even move on with the transaction. Could, could have been a starting uh, bomb shelter or something. That's or kind of what it reminded yeah. me mm-hmm. of. I've seen those, yeah. But this one was actually owned by the city of Scottsdale and was seized, I think, having to do something mm-hmm. illegal activity. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about mm-hmm. bomb shelter. It was probably used for other things, and it was kind of scary. What are some of the other things you've happened to see on your ventures out and about? On, on some of the newer builds also, I've gone in the attics, and there's no insulation. That's pretty crazy. So you're saying my advice of waiting until the 11 month could actually cost somebody because if they're going a whole year with hot toilets and no insulation, that could be a big problem. And one other note, I also do uh, one-year warranties where I'll do the initial new build uh, inspection, Uh and then I'll come back at the 11th month and Uh do a one-year warranty for the builder again. 
Wow. So is that like a bundled price that you uh-huh. pay up front? We give them a discounted price if we come back at the 11th month and give them kind of another punch list for the builder. Speaking of that, I did one a few months ago. Oh, boy. An 11th month warranty. The home was 2018. So did you look at it before it closed escrow? I, I did not. They just wanted me to come and do the, the one month. year, 11 mm-hmm. month. So I'm going around checking the property because I take a lot of pictures of everything because I want to validate age and size of air conditioners. Mm-hmm. 2018 build, the air conditioners were 2015. How does that even happen? I don't know. So with all of our energy efficiency, and most of the builders are out promoting their HERS ratings, how could that even fly? I mean, I'm assuming that the builder probably got... You know, maybe bamboozled by the contractor he had subbed to because the air conditioning company, yeah, yeah, that they just found some used ones Mm -hmm. or some old ones that just seems so bizarre. Yeah, it's a brand new home and their air conditioners are already three years old. Out of of curiosity, did the builder have anything to say? Did you ever hear? Because I know you see things and then you don't probably ever hear the outcome. I, I don't know the outcome. I know she was on the phone, the seller was on the phone right away to the builder. I bet so. And actually, one of them was not working properly. So, so well, yeah. that would be a big yeah. problem. So. so, okay, let's talk real quick. Do you have any other stories of anything that's been really out there that you've seen? Uh, very important older homes. If they're older than 85, really have your sewer lines cameraed. Okay. For a few hundred dollars, it's worth it versus tens of thousands of dollars now that is actually super wise words larry doesn't do scoping himself there's actually companies that out that are out there that do that correct and i had one try to run a scam on me last year larry because they were they were more than happy again vested interest here Mm -hmm. they were more than happy to come and scope the pipes but when it came down to it when we got a second opinion yeah it, there wasn't actually the issue. So you got to be careful about exactly. the companies, just like a home inspector. Exactly. Yep. You need to make sure they're coming recommended from yep. somebody that you know and trust. Right. So is there any company that comes to mind that you know and trust, Larry, that you would want to give a shout-out to? Uh, Mr. Reuter's very good. I've used him over the years. There's okay. probably two or three people that we recommend. Uh, I don't have their contact with me sure. that are good in certain areas of town that that's all they concentrate on. And, and the reason why Larry is recommending this for a home older than 85 is because of the type of plumbing that used to be used on older homes. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, some of the plumbing, like let's say in Phoenix, Arcadia, a lot of it was uh, Orangeburg, which is real old uh, type of plumbing that they used back in the 40s, 50s. That sounds scary. Yeah, and clay, uh, concrete. So a lot of, you know, a lot of it has been changed, Mm -hmm. but we still see issues with them. So it doesn't necessarily mean if the home is older that you absolutely have issues, but there could be. And the ones that typically rear their ugly head during an inspection for Larry, I'm assuming, is when the water doesn't necessarily drain Drain like it should. Right. right? Drain, exactly right. Mm -hmm. And the the whole issue is, is if you have to rerun new pipes from the street to your house... How many thousands of dollars could that be? Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. So when a home inspector, usually I think what I've seen it, is they come out and they see the homes older. They usually recommend, hey, you really need to get this place scoped too. Correct. Don't be cheap. It could cost you so much money in the long run. It's no joke. I know we've come into a couple situations where it has caused our Mm -hmm. buyers to cancel. Right. Because if they can't get in there and scope it when they should – and it's during that 10 days. So if a deal in real estate, if a deal's going to go south, it usually happens during the first 10 days because of all the buyer due diligence 
and inspections right. that need mm-hmm. to take place. So Larry's not the only inspector who's going to tell you to get your pipes scoped, to have your place checked for termites, because in Arizona, it's not if, it's when. Real common. Yep. Right? Isn't that the Real same? Real common. Exactly right. Not if, but when. It has a lot to do with the chemicals that are out there. And then lastly, obviously, we're going to be promoting It's Important, Have Your Home Inspected. We're going to come back. We have one more segment after the break, and we're going to kind of do a nice little wrap-up, and then we're going to learn about Larry's Two Bengal Cats. I know you guys can't wait to hear about those. <laughs> want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. We are here live every Monday at 11 AM. If you have a question or even an idea for the show, you're welcome to call in. And, you know, this is the last segment with Larry the Inspector. He says he's having fun, and he's threatening to come back. We'll see about that, right? But before we get too carried away back into the inspection gig... I do want to mention, looking at his bio, there's a couple things on here that are very endearing. One of them in particular is he has two Bengal cats. Larry. That's our children. Talk to me about Mm -hmm. your Bengal cats. Gary and Tia. Female and male. How big are they? Tia's probably 10 pounds, and Gary's the big boy. He's going to be close to 20 pounds when he's full grown. That's pretty crazy. So he's not full grown yet? Not yet. He's got probably another year. So do you and your wife walk him around on a leash like a dog? What, uh, we, talk to me we about could, him. We could, but we're scared. So, <laughs> what are you scared they're about? They're expensive. And, yeah. yeah, they're household cats, but Gary is my wife's, Lisa's cat. Mm-hmm. She named him. So her baby. Her baby, yep. Does he ever go out on home inspections with you? Uh, no. Okay. No. Well, you know, we have taken Sig out We're, to yeah. look at houses with us yeah. before, so yeah. I'm not past taking an, uh, your dear child yeah. out on cool. site to go to work sometimes. Okay, so let's get back to the topic at hand. Now, Larry, you had printed out something about a warranty information, mm-hmm. and I thought I'd rather hear you talk about that. Yeah, we'd like to give, you know, a little added benefit to our buyers, you know, when they come through and, and hire us, our company, um, to do the termite inspection. Typically, and this is very common when a termite company comes out and does an inspection they'll have a one-year warranty so that means if you see any termites during the first year you call them and they'll come treat them you're right so that's one of the benefits uh, that comes with your inspection okay and and also we have a a product it's called recall check and what that is for is we register all the appliances air conditioners water heaters and it goes through this uh, national database and it will alert the buyer if there's ever a recall on the appliances that they have in their house. That's pretty awesome, Which is pretty Larry. common. And we, we do see quite a few recalls come back, and the customer can have the unit either replaced or repaired. That's by, amazing. I've never heard of yeah. a home inspector doing yeah. that. I love that service. And then we give them a 90-day warranty on the inspection. If everything's working at the time of inspection, mechanical or structural, things will be covered for three months. So do you so, mean like you pay for a home warranty company to exactly. cover stuff yep. for you? I mm-hmm. know we do seller's coverage, so I'm assuming you've similar. got one that does exactly. something similar yeah. to that. So we stand behind our product. And, you know, if someone's not 100% satisfied, I'll give them their money back, no problem. I love that. I stand behind I, my You're a man with product, integrity. So. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So let's talk some real estate real quick. You know, 
everybody, holidays are long over. You know, we're coming towards the end of New Year's, and I'm sorry, uh, January. What came to mind was New Year's resolutions of buying a new home, and this is why we wanted to get in the topic about the things to watch out for. And one thing to watch for right now is the number of new listings finally hitting the market. You know, we've been in a shortage of homes for months and months and months now, and we're finally seeing this past week we actually had 1,129 homes hit the market since Thursday. Wow. wow. So we have a huge, nice little shot in the arm for those of you buyers that have been sitting there saying, wow, there's just nothing on the market. I hope you're out shopping this weekend. Yeah, looks like as of this morning at 8 when I checked, 166 of those homes did get under contract the minute they went on the market. So the good ones still go fast, the ones that are priced right mm-hmm. and look nice. But there's still over 1,000 brand new active listings on the market today. I just thought that was some really interesting news for any of you guys who've been watching recently our shortage of inventory. We are still at a 2.5 supply, which is up from last month of 2.1. All of that said... I also want to talk about next week's show. We're going to get into many of you might have already forgotten about your New Year's resolutions to get healthier. And the point of our show is to educate and empower and help people make the right decisions. Well, one of those is to take care of yourself, people. And this time of year, we have so much stress in our lives, you know, especially when things happen unforeseeable, like what just went through with my family To be able to be in good, optimal health is so important. So we are going to have Dr. Purcell next week come talk to us about what that looks like. And I am going to share with you guys one thing I now do daily that has made a huge difference for my gut health. Okay, enough about next week, enough about last week. Larry, we're going to be wrapping up our show here in the next couple minutes. I want to know how do people find you if they want to hire Larry the Gold Inspector? (laughs) My beautiful wife, Lisa, she takes care of the office calls. Okay. Um, I like Lisa. She's good peeps. You can call our office, 480-206-2034. And you can email us, LarryTheInspector at Cox.net. Our website is uh, LarryTheInspector.com. And uh, we're pretty much available 24-7. 24-7. You don't really go out and do inspections 24-7. Uh, I, did, I did two this weekend. Saturday, Sunday. So were you doing them up north? Up north, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that, Larry. I did meet Larry because he's got a cabin up north like myself and my husband do as well. And when I say up north, we're talking Pine Strawberry area. And you did help us inspect a home up there, which he told my husband not only to not buy that house, but to run fast, so fast. Do you remember why? I sure do, yeah. We walked in the front door and you just did a little jump and the floor almost fell through. Yeah. And it was right in a floodplain. Homes are built very different up north. Yeah. So if you're going to be looking at purchasing a place up north, you need to make sure you go to an inspector who knows what he's looking at. They build them very different. In fact, like down here in the valley, we always have slab foundations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do we have slab foundations up in Pine and Strawberry, Larry? Not mostly. It's mostly built up. But there we see issues as well. The biggest thing is drainage. Drainage. A lot of them are hillside homes and drainage is not proper. And that's actually what had happened in the house James and I were thinking Correct. about buying last right. year as an mm-hmm. investment, is right. the whole subfloor was completely trashed. Correct. You were saying we were going to have to tear it down and rebuild the whole Correct. thing. Correct, right, yeah. That can be really expensive. Yeah. So if we had not had Larry come out and look at that place, James and I could be in over our heads in the money pit. And that is truly, I think, the moral of the story is we're talking about empowering people through education. Guys, 
I no longer say it's a waste of money. In fact, it's a waste not to have your home inspected because every single time, even if it's just the normal maintenance things, if I have a home inspection report that's professionally done, I, as your realtor, can then turn to the seller and say, hey, look at all these things that are wrong with the home. Mm -hmm. We need X, Y, and Z fixed. Without that report, it would not be nearly as easy to have those things fixed. What are some... What are some things that you see every house, no ifs, ands, or buts, every seller, because we're almost done with the show here, Larry, every seller needs to go through and check these items. Roofs, your air conditioning system, and termites. So Tile you're saying roofs, yeah. Tile roofs have a roofer come out and check on your roof? Every couple years. Okay. Have them check it because nobody checks their roofs, and when the rains come, that's when you get your leaks. And when it's already leaking... Then it's, it's a lot more it's expensive to fix. Exactly right. Right? And so yeah. I think a lot of that's just having debris from trees touching exactly. the roof. Mm-hmm. And our monsoons blow the tiles around and move stuff, and that's when it exposes the underlayments, and that's when we get our leaks. Now, you also mentioned termites. What are things that, to look for to see if you think you have termites? We want to look for the mud tubes that's down on the foundation wall. So stem slab, wall, stem right? Stem wall, right. And right. they just look like little things, yep, little, creepy crawlies yep. just kind of going up exactly. the slab. And keep all your plants off your house, earth to wood contact. That's what brings our termites. That is Water. huge, huge mm-hmm. piece of advice. And then I feel like we're one, two. I feel like there's something else, Larry. What are we forgetting? Plumbing is probably another good important. Nobody looks under their sinks for leaks. Replace your shutoff valves with the quarter turn valves. Because those all seize. And they all break. And when you go to turn them, they break. And as inspectors, a lot of people don't understand this. We don't turn those. Oh, we, no. Not if we, they, if they give you not, any give yeah. at all, then forget about it. So we it. don't test those. So always look under your sinks and check where any water penetration can happen. Well, I am certainly sad. And I hope you'll be back, Larry, because Absolutely. time is already up. Crazy. So, again, just give us a shout-out. What's the phone number? That somebody wants – they're looking at buying a house tomorrow. They called the wrong home inspector. <laughs> oh, no, we need to get Larry out there. What's the number to call? 480-206-2034. Awesome. And that would be Lisa. And just a reminder, everybody, happy Martin Luther King Day. I did pull up this little interesting fact that each year, the third Monday in January, MLK Day is a service, a day of service to be observed. Mm-hmm. Not a day off, but a day of service. And it's intended to empower individuals, again, the word empower, strengthen communities, bridge banners, create solutions to social problems, and move us closer to Dr. King's vision of a beloved community. Again, I have a dream. Shout out to my nephew, Victor Hidalgo. You'll be missed forever, honey. And uh, that said, this is Grateful Heart Radio. We'll see you guys next Monday at 11 a.m., same place, same time. Thanks, everybody.